You're listening to Always Building. Welcome to Always Building. It's not every day that you get to uh, have a discussion with somebody um, that has uh, kind of the, the the humility and the right attitude um, about you know building a business, about um, you know living life. Um, uh, as we get to in this episode, um, our guest's name is Cam Duncan. And uh, he's a very exciting up-and-coming web designer and entrepreneur um, that I'm, I'm just ecstatic uh, to have interviewed. And, and I think you guys are going to get a lot from this episode. So thanks again for tuning in, and uh, let's go ahead and jump in. All right, Cam. Cam Duncan, uh, the illustrious Cam Duncan. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is going to be pretty loose as we talked about. I think we'll just have some fun and uh, chat about you know the journey and, uh, and kind of where you've been, where you're headed. And uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to just kind of kick it off by... Uh, asking you kind of where where did you get started? A little bit of background on where you're coming from, um, geographically, uh, you know, educationally, any anything you want to kind of uh, fill in the gaps there. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Well, thank you, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And to the cold crowd community, I say hello. Um, so if you can't tell already by my accent, I'm obviously from Australia, um, and. I've been I've lived in America for the past five years before before like the world went crazy and I had to come back and <laughs> and and get situated yeah. with my family and stuff. But uh, what that led to because I was originally over in in the states playing basketball, so I, I play basketball as my like my other my other life, uh, and I, I was over there playing basketball. But I decided to come back and then I realized I couldn't play, so that was my one source of income slash um just doing things completely shut off because the whole world had had gone so i'd been doing web design in my college dorm room you know the classic story like i started out of my dorm room but i really wasn't making any money at that stage like back when i was in the dorm room, i was learning i was teaching myself what to do I, I was trying to make shopify sites without knowing how to code i had no clue what i was doing i was literally just i was lost um but just due to pure necessity, I had to learn a new, like I had to learn a new skill. I was just like, oh, what am I going to do? Um, so I, I, I got a nine to five just to get get things rolling back in Australia, like get back on my feet, get things going. But in the meantime, I was before and after work just teaching myself. Like I was, I was going through the Webflow free um, documentation, just yep. learning on Twitter, learning. Like I was learning business and web design simultaneously. So I'm and like. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. What was the, what was the nine to five that you that you took? Like what you know uh, when you hit that wall? I I originally started. I was a uh, I was just a call center I, originally. Okay. So I started there. I was doing the call center, but then I had a few other skills like managerial stuff from my my degree. Uh, my degree is in business management, but I, awesome. Through that, I went then leveled up in the in the industry, and I was doing systems analysis at one point. So creating cool. project management tasks and stuff like that. Awesome, awesome. But, and so, so back to Webflow. So you were just building, doing stuff, taking action right. there on that. Yeah. So, but the doing that in my nine to five actually helped me do this process because I'm like, okay, like I've been analyzing and building systems for huge, like huge business. Yeah. Um, then I'm go back to running a business of one, and I have to, <laughs> and I have to systemize that. But it's actually harder to systemize a business of one than it is a business of a thousand somehow. But no um, yeah. I, I kept, kept rolling with Webflow, kept rolling. And then I literally just was grinding Twitter, just like 
working for free because I needed inspiration. It's actually hard. It's hard to build a website without inspiration. Like you follow tutorials, sure, but it looks exactly like the tutorial. Right. Um, whereas if you actually try and use creativity, then it starts to look a lot worse. And you're like, oh, I haven't learned anything. But when you use inspiration <laughs> from someone that you follow, and I started with like the uh, cold email wizard, I made him one just because he was the main guy I was following at the time. Yeah. Um, made him a website, posted it on Twitter, and then I got my lucky break. You know, uh, he, yeah. he retweeted it, and then I just got an influx of followers. I was like, <laughs> what's this? Like, I'm, I'm famous, I'm Twitter famous. Um, and I was, I was, I was so happy. Like that, that was more exciting than like any, any like basketball game winning shot or whatever. Wow. I was just like, let's go. I'm like, I'm hyped because like, it's something that I wasn't naturally talented in at first. I, right. I grinded, I learned it. And then, and then I saw success and my success was working for free and someone accepting my free work, but I was still, <laughs> I was still so happy. Yeah, it's a win, um, though. It's a win, man. When you're getting going, it's like you yeah. got to get, you know, just that that feedback, right? Just yeah. any kind of feedback and you get a result and it's like, hey, I'm going to and you get to share the result. And in your case, I mean, thankfully, you got the uh, yeah, the influx of followers, the influx of sort of you can start to make a, an influence on on people with this. So, yeah, that's all. That's awesome, man. And what, what kind of stuff did you uh, sort of take inspiration from? I'm sort of curious, like, were you looking at mostly like tech? stuff or sort of funnels or just clicking on ads yeah. or were you, how are you, uh, how are you navigating that? So I started like from my business learnings, I, I became obsessed with Russell Brunson and the funnel community. Cause I did, yep. but like what didn't make sense to me was the design side of things like the funnel layout and the structure and the copywriting is all top tier, but the, the click funnels design wasn't very yeah. good. Uh, like, yeah. and, and it's not, it's just part of their, like part of their um, builder is it doesn't allow you the capabilities that like ob obviously like Webflow does. Um, yeah. So I was always curious around that. I was like, all right, I saw opportunity in that point. I'm like, well, these funnels are converting at a higher rate. What what would happen if someone came in and made well designed funnels? So that's where I, that's where I first started trying to go down that road is con combining Webflow with the click funnels like mindset. And um, I saw I saw a lot of success with that, uh, and I probably did that for about the first six months. Was like, all right, I would take people's like you know courses or their businesses or whatever, and turn them into funnels, but use Webflow to make them look really good. Awesome. Uh, but then yeah. now I'm more leaning towards going back to just doing straight landing pages and sites, um, just because that's purely what Webflow is built for. Trying to duct tape a solution of funnels with Webflow was it was it was getting too too many issues were occurring and I couldn't actually systemize that. Um, right. So now at, at scale, I want to just, I just want to offer the design part to something that's very, very scalable. So that's why I'm now leaning back towards away from funnels, even though uh, like a landing page is still a funnel. Like I, I understand sure. that, but like, you know, sure, the traditional, sure. the traditional one click upsells and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, more just leaning towards that top of funnel landing page is where I'm going now. Uh, but that's where I originally gained inspiration from was was Russell Brunson and or if if you're like listening to this and you want to get into this space like read every one of his books listen to yeah. every podcast like it's just it's the it's it is like a it's a business I have a business degree and I would hold yeah. Russell Brunson's book up and say this is more valuable than yeah than the yeah degree. well he gives you these frameworks you know that you can work from it's just like little 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 triggers and you start to understand the psychology of it and every you know it's like that whole it's it's more than just 
the design, as you mentioned, right? Like the funnel yep. is is definitely like more of a, a psychological. There's there's yeah. all these things to kind of support that. So that's that's amazing. Um, that's awesome actually to hear that you're kind of going from. I think this would be kind of surprising for some folks because even for me, just that, that you're going kind of away from the funnel world and sort of like web flip the technology in a way is sort of guiding you mm. back to I wouldn't say the traditional, but the uh, obviously the more robust website, right? The, the yeah. website that kind of like it, it, it's it's because again, I mean, we can talk about this a little bit. It's just that the buyer journey, like the especially in B two B, like if you're talking about yeah. like courses like you know Cold Email Wizard and these other guys, these kind of B two B esque, uh, even though they sort of lean into B two C, I guess you know. But these buying decisions that people are making, where they're going on a journey, they're doing their research. You know, mm -hmm. no, it's it's like no longer are people really like getting a cold email and buying right away. It does happen some percentage of the time, but I think more so now people want to explore the stuff. They want yeah. a recommendation from a friend. They want to read content. They want to see like there has to be some expertise behind that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm curious, like in uh, because obviously, like you said, a website is a funnel in a whole nother mm -hmm. like in a whole nother sense. Right. Like it's yeah. not a one page funnel with upsells it's more of like a customer journey yep. uh lots of touch points within the thing and then it all kind of leads to you know wherever those conversions go so i'm kind of curious like what's your uh yeah kind of ethos on sort of building websites and and how do you try to kind of funnel people uh around around the website in a, in a logical right. way so the, my thinking behind it is that like you said people want to explore around so if you don't land people on that initial uh, like call to action, like you, you put out a tweet or you put out a YouTube video or whatever, and, and it leads directly to a landing page. Mm -hmm. If that, if that shot misses or people want, they see your name, they see your product and then they open a new tab and they type in your name, what pops up? Like what pops yep. up? Like, is, is it legit? Like, is this guy legit? That's like, I want eventually, like I'm still obviously working through it and I'm learning all this as I go, but I want eventually people to be able to type in my name and up pops a bunch of supporting documentation of everything that I've done. And I want that all to be in one centralized place because then I have control over where that traffic goes. So if someone right. looks up, a, like someone looks up a blog post of about me or that I've written, um, I want at the bottom of that blog post me to be able to control what that call to action at the bottom says. Like I want to be yeah. able to control, have full control over that. So I think, yes, the traditional website is, is dead, I suppose, but there's a new <laughs> hybrid of building your funnels and building your, um, like your sales opportunities on the back end of this, like of the traditional way, which is like blog posts, case studies, reviews, uh, merchandise storefronts and all that kind of thing. Like yeah. people aren't, people aren't doing that kind of stuff yet. I think they're going to, like, I think they're yeah. going to, people are going to realize like, all right, I can build a Twitter profile to 20 K followers. I can start, uh, you know, I can build an agency to 10 K a month. I can start selling a course then, but that uh, everyone's doing that. Like, and right. I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking any of that, but I'm just saying, I think it's going to get to the point where people start to get scammed one too many times. And they go looking on Google, like, is this guy legit? And you want something yeah. to pop up in, in, when that's the case. Because yeah. if you are, if you are legit, you have no, you have no fear of what pops up when someone Googles you, you it, you're actually, you encourage it. Right. Right. Um, so right. That, that's what I, that's what I, my ethos behind going back to the traditional way, 
but then hybrid combining it with funnels on the back end of that. Well, SEO is so powerful, man. I mean, I, I wanted to, I definitely want to dig into that a bit and just your thoughts on that. Cause I mean, SEO is like one of these things like, um, you know, I'm partnered with this company list kit and, you know, we launched mm-hmm. the site, we're creating content. One of my first priorities was just, let's get guest posts like immediately, like, let's just go out, let's reach out to people. Let's get our blogs on other sites. Let's link back to it. Cause it's like, once that flow of people, like you say, like you say, they mm-hmm. kind of see your name somewhere, whether it's social media or YouTube or wherever you're, you know, doing your thing, and then they sort of Google it in. And they go, what, 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 what is this? What exactly is this brand? Or you know, you're doing ads and you're they're hitting them, and but they're not like you know totally sold. They don't want to click an ad. There's like there's also I think that mm-hmm. sort of psychology. You know, like people are just like you said, people are getting sp- scammed and um, they're they're a little like mistrust. You know distrusting of, of anything these days like yeah. so they're sort of vetting things and i think yeah like the blog the seo traffic the whole thing it just creates this expertise and like you said it's top of the funnel so yeah do you do you uh do you do a lot of seo on your sites or do you kind of have you ever delved into that do you what are your upsells i guess is my question like how how do you sort of monetize like what you're doing uh because i know when i was building websites it's exciting to build a website but when you actually see the traffic hit it that's when you're like yeah. That's when the whole thing gets activated and you're like, oh, yeah, all right, cool. Hey, what, what else can we do? How can we make it better, right? Yeah. Well, to answer your question, like straight away, my, my upsell is the conversion rate optimization. So I do, okay. I install the analytics, I install the Facebook pixel and all that stuff. And then we run, like, we run traffic to that landing page, uh, yep. all that website, and we try and optimize it. So that that's my upsell currently. Obviously, like you said, me going down this path and like like we we spoke about earlier like i've literally tripped and fell into this space and <laughs> like time is catching up quicker than i can even run so i'm tripping i'm stumbling down the hill and new opportunities like seo like ads all this stuff is like coming at me and i'm like all right what am i what am i going to focus on and i i i nailed down on conversion rate optimization but also like like yeah. you said the opportunity lies there for so many people to build websites that are seo optimized like you could just focus on getting two to three clients a month or, or every two months and just making a huge site with all this seo optimization and you could turn their business around yeah like like just turn it around and just it's- like it's, yeah, the mode. it's, a, it's an instant mode, isn't it? Like just having like organic traffic, you just, your, your mm-hmm. valuation of that company just, just goes up instantly. Right. Yeah. And like my best example is a uh, Zapier, Zapier. I don't know the pronunciation oh, yeah. in America, but <laughs> no I call does. it Zapier. No one does. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did the SEO game like on 1000, like they did it yeah. to the max. They've, yeah. they've created pages for every single integration and then every single integration that connects to that integration. So they, insanity man yeah so you can type it's in all dynamic any... right it's all dynamic so it's exactly. just they're literally like sitting back and those pages just just go yeah, and go and go on as top they of one another. so they've built out the opportunity for people to type in any SaaS tool and they're about the third or, or fourth ranked on that yeah, on man. that search so if you think about that in terms of building your like and obviously most people that listen to this are b2b so if you're building your agency website don't forget about the blog don't forget about the case study don't forget about like you can do you can do blog posts about the tools that you work with so that when someone types in webflow agency i will pop up first because in my blog post i've written four or five about webflow and how we use it and all that sort of stuff right right Um, right 
Now we've done a little rebrand, so that's all a work in progress coming to the new site. But in a, in two weeks, because we know all this stuff, we'll be we'll be ranking because of that reason, because no one else is doing it, which is which no is, one else is doing it. Obviously, a, a benefit to us, but it's just a bit, a little bit of those like back end works that you can do to really push your, your B2B business to the next level. Like cold email, awesome, it works. Um, yeah. Like DM cold outreach, it works, but why not build the whole, like it's called that omni channel thing, right? Where yeah. instead of you going to someone like cold, why don't have them find you and then come to you warm and you're going to close them a lot easier, right? Well, man, the- and you, and you have this whole, I mean, you know, and what you're kind of talking about, what you're inferring into, I think is, is demand generation. It's, it's mm. the full, it's the full, uh, flywheel basically that's going out. Like there's yep. outbound involved, then there's inbound involved, then there's, and you know, uh, I think, we're diving into some really fun stuff here because I think uh, this is something that I study. I mean, I'm just like a super nerd about this stuff. Yeah. I read, uh, I recently, re- <laughs> I can imagine, I, yeah. I recently read this book uh, called No Forms, No Spam, No Cold Calls is the name of the book. And it's by, uh, she's a CMO of, uh, of uh, Sixth Sense, which is like an intent data, you know, kind of right. more sales focused thing, but she's on the marketing, marketing end. And um, the ethos is kind of, I mean, obviously it's pretty complex stuff and it's mostly for enterprise level uh, stuff is what she's kind of talking about, but applying some of the principles, it's like the putting like the email opt-in over a really valuable piece of content and trying to get an email mm-hmm. is getting less effective over time. Yep. Right. The uh, idea of doing, as well. and the idea of doing like a webinar, right. This is the old school way was like, in the, you know, the HubSpot way is like doing like yeah. a, like a webinar and then sales reps follow up with everybody that signed up for the webinar. Hey, would yeah. you like, right. Would you like, you were on the webinar. Would you like to buy now? And people are kind of like, nah, I no, All right. I just wanted to learn. I just wanted to get yeah. like, I wanted to, you seem like an expert. I wanted to prove that. I want to know you were an expert. I want to learn a couple of skills. I want to kind of try to do it myself maybe, or, you know, there's like this, um, more and more organic journey that's happening now where it's like, you know, there, there's these triggers when you kind of know people want to buy and that's when they like book a sales call. Uh, well, obviously when they check out on the site or whatever, add something to their cart, there's these like sort of like uh, bottom of the funnel kind of like, you know, things that happen. But until they're down there, you don't want to like interject with some salesy thing. I guess it's kind exactly. of what's happening more and more, right? And you want to let them go on the journey, but you want to stay top of mind at the same time, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like what you're what you're talking about. Like you got this SEO traffic. Uh, maybe they book us a call with a sales rep, and then that sales rep reaches out and mm-hmm. confirms the call and gives them a bunch of case studies and stuff. Right? It's like, but yeah, it's it's just very interesting to see. I think how this world is evolving and how that website doesn't have the email opt-ins or anything anymore. It just needs right. to be like yo, know, free information. Go down the journey. Yeah. Join the email list if you want to. Right? Like real low pressure. And I. Um, yeah, it seems like you're kind of going in that route or going, going down that path. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've really, I've just noticed these things like, because I obviously, like I said, I studied the, studied the click funnels, like, oh right. man, I've, I've watched and consumed every piece of content and I'm like, I want to, I just want to be that. I just want to do that. Right. But yeah. then I started to notice that because everybody's having that realization, they all want to be like, like how I am. They want to be the Russell Brunson. Not everyone can be it. So that. The yep. competition creates that gap and it makes the the customer actually the, the journey longer because they now, instead of just, you know, straight, just trusting and, and going on a webinar and being like, yes, this person has their, my best interest in mind. Unfortunately, some people don't have people's best interest in mind. So now you're yeah. battling against people doing the exact same tactics as you. 
that aren't as legitimate, which is, which is, it's, it's life. It's how life goes. People, uh, like we, we had someone, I posted the thread that of me with the new agency, someone went and screenshotted the websites and then put them on their Instagram story and said, DM me for websites. And I'm like, Oh, I can't win. I can't even, I like, but the, the trust factor is so big now that giving away free information is the only way to prove your legitimacy. Right. And that's where yeah. People on Twitter are sort of getting caught up. And I, I, I talk about Twitter, but every social media where people share yeah. information, people are getting caught up in the in the fact of like, oh, if I if I share information, then you give me money eventually. It's it's not the case. Like you no. help people, help people, and eventually enough people will see that you're genuine and they'll they'll come to you, right? Uh, so that's my right. that's my ethos. I'm I'm gonna make zero dollars for the next year, but I'm gonna share yeah. information because I'm sharing my journey. If people like it and they want to work, like cool, cool, I'm I'm on board. But uh, that's why I believe that service business up front is is the way to do it. Jumping straight into trying to sell information, it doesn't it doesn't work. Well, it's kind of like you have to have done something to sell information. Exactly. <laughs> like exactly. At the end of the day, exactly. like it's kind of like you're you're putting the cart before the before the horse, uh, as we say in America or something. It's like something weird going on there, uh, ch chicken or the egg or something. You yeah. have to you have to have that like. And and I think you know the best courses. I mean, the best coaches, the best courses, the best mentors I've had have been weird people to be honest with you and i think you know in this podcast that's kind of one of my goals actually to get a lot of these weird people on the podcast that aren't necessarily the um you know not necessarily on twitter not necessarily in you know the business community even right they're like right. weird you know musicians and people that have just kind of like created something for themselves because it's uh you gotta have experiences to sell in for information like you got the experiences are what the most make these people the most interesting like every right. coach i've had it's only been the experiences that that he was able to like impart that were interesting i think the actual knowledge the actual like hardcore information presentations you could you can sort of get anywhere yeah. but it's like you you kind of learn from this cat and you're kind of like huh this guy's got a it's got an interesting story he's got an interesting mindset on the thing i'm, I'm intrigued by it it's like that and and i think that's kind of what i'm trying to focus on this too is sort of the journey like you so you started like you know, you were playing basketball. What a departure from anything else we're talking about, right? Like just, you know, yeah. I started in skateboarding. I actually wanted to be a pro skateboarder. Like when I was in right. high school, you know what I mean? I was I, like, I got like concussions. I mean, I was going hard trying to be a pro mm. skateboarder. Like couldn't do it anymore. Same, same deal. And then uh, similar journey. I kind of got, got into websites sort of by accident too. And it's like, you know, over the years, it's just so much has changed and you know, it, it, you kind of have to keep learning and you have to keep, that's the other thing I think about courses where people kind of just rest on their laurels and just kind of go, okay, here's my course and uh, nothing's yeah. changing, right? It's kind of like a get rich quick scheme. It's like, nah, things are changing. Like, like you're mm -hmm. talking about going from uh, working in a nine to five as like systems anal analysts and doing project management type stuff. And then you're getting into, um, you know, Webflow. you're getting into Russell Brunson, you're seeing that these yep. click funnels look like shit. You're going, okay, I'm going to rebuild these in Webflow. And then you're going, wait a second, Webflow is not really, wait a second. Whoa, there's this whole world out here. Wait a second. Whoa. Yep. You know, it's like just a, uh, a wild journey that, that you're on basically. Mm. And, and that, that's why I went the service route at first. Like, you know, yep. one, one of like one of transactions, like you buy a website from me in January, you're going to receive you. And then you buy a website from me in July, you're going to receive a different person because I, I've grown so much in six months that like I, I now can I know this I add this in I, I can I've learned this because every single day I'm trying to learn man like I'm trying to get better and that's why I, I started out charging I 
uh, one of my one of my now business partners has absolutely roasted me for how low I was charging, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, like I'm not I'm not charging high prices whenever I don't feel confident in what I what I'm selling, and th and that's probably right. bad advice, but that was just my ethos at the start. But now I feel fully confident in what I charge because I genuinely believe like those I put it I put in hundreds of hours, man. The same way I would like playing basketball, right? To learn yeah. and be the best at what I do because there is no way I, I would ever feel comfortable getting paid to go step out on a court and not knowing I've practiced to my full ability. Or Yeah, it's that training, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. that training. So, you, you're, you're training your mind. You're training your skills mm -hmm. all the time and the web stuff too. And 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 ideas like we're talking about here with like demand gen, you know, the future, you could say the future of marketing, I think, to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Like I think it's more genuine. I mean, my, in my ethos anyway, it's like more genuine content. I think the more genuine and transparent, like your Twitter is a great example, man. I mean, you drop a thread. It's extremely genuine. It's extremely transparent. You're not like mm -hmm holding too much back you're holding a little bit back of course because yeah. it's just you know it's the well, format it's not, some is the stuff format. you need yeah you need that yeah unique, yeah, yeah you're not yeah. gonna go give the thing but but you're giving such great transparent information you're doing it in a format that's like easy to ingest mm. and you're not coming off as like you know you're not coming off as like you know i'm i'm the expert i know yeah. everything listen to me you're like hey man this is sort of what we're doing now check it out and i think that you know, this kind of genuine content, this sort of genuine stuff is sort of where the flywheel goes now. I, I don't mm -hmm. think that the, uh, you know, official like webinar content with the sales reps at the end and the, that it's almost like what you were saying about system uh, analysis on like bigger companies. Yeah, bigger companies are slower to change. And so you have yeah. a lot of these like a lot of people, uh, I, me included, I used to go to these big agency websites. I go on Clutch or, you know, even before Clutch, I go find these big agencies, you know, yeah. going around and I see them and they're like these web design agencies and they're charging like 15 grand. And I'm like, fuck, man, I want to I want to be that I want to get yeah. there. You know what I mean? But like, God, they're so big. How am I ever going to catch up with it? And at some point you kind of realize like, you don't want to catch up with this. They're Never. they're in a place where they're just they're like fixed. They're like metal, and as things start to change, the results start to wane, and they have to kind of keep doing the same shit, mm. even though they know it's not the right right. Like it's not the right way. Yep. And so, kind of being smaller like you are right now, and just being able to like be more nimble, it gives yeah, you a yeah. bunch of advantages actually in the sales. That's exactly what I want to be because I'm I'm fully fully self aware that I don't know everything right I'm fully self aware of that so I'm <laughs> yeah I I'm, and I'm completely okay with that because I know eventually I'll know a little bit more and a little bit more and a little but anyway my point being I want to remain liquid like you know how people say liquid in terms of money yeah. that liquid liquidity means freedom I can I can go and I can put my cash in real estate I can go and put my cash in stocks crypto whatever That's I want right. to remain I want to remain liquid in my business because webflow might go down tomorrow like something might you know something might change like this morning where all webflow cms items just vanished for two hours they just went Shit. down yeah so like there's me oh. like going crazy at 5 a.m in the morning because of the time zone like you know wow oh, man server crashes aren't friendly to the time zones but no uh, no I, um, I'm my point being is that you want to remain liquid in these early stages of of building this stuff because naturally I've learned copy naturally I've learned graphic design right. naturally I've learned um, theory behind conversion rate optimization so if you just in metal like and then you you immediately hire in three or four VAs and you bring in like a project manager and a salesman and then you got overhead you're no longer liquid you're you're, you're you've got people that are relying 
It's funny you. that you say that, actually, man, because I think, you know, there's a there's a big obsession with scaling right now. I think everybody like it's like I don't and I don't know what book it's from or where I, I'm not exactly sure where it all came yeah. from, to be honest. But I know that everybody is about scaling. It's like, can it scale? And I think there's one side of that that, that is yeah. more theoretical. It's like, is the, the TAM big enough to where customers are coming in every day and needing a web? Like web design is a great example of that. Like mm. there's businesses being started every single day that are eventually going to need a website redesign yeah. to take it to the next level, right? Like they can start with click funnels. They can mm. start with Just whatever, the, or whatever, whatever yeah, like, the fuck, you know, yeah. bootstrap. They, it yeah. doesn't matter what they use, right? Whatever's the easiest. And then eventually they're going to go, God damn, this system's not really like sustainable. What am I going to do? And they're mm. coming in every single day. So your TAM is like expanding forever. There's never right. going to be, there's never not going to be a time where someone needs a fucking website, right? Like there's just never going to be that time. So um, that's scalable in one context, right? But that idea that you need to like, okay, I have the business idea. I had, you know, I got a result maybe for myself or for a, a, my network or somebody, you know, someone for free or for mm -hmm. cheap. Um, now I'm going to go boom, like hire everybody, hire the show. I want to get like a hundred clients immediately. It's sort of like you're asking for so many problems and it kind of pays off you, the space. Don't small. do that. Like yeah. if you're listening to this and then, yeah, because literally what Alex just said, I did that. So I yeah. was like, yeah, Me I'm going to scale. Me yeah. too, man. You're like, I'm going to scale. I'm going to be the world's biggest web design agency. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and then, and then I'm sitting here thinking that I'm going to be the one sitting on the beach, chilling, just watching the money roll in. Right. But the truth is that the, the genuine truth, and I don't know what the gurus are saying, cause I'm not a guru, but like, you know, you need to, um, you need to put in the work if you want to make the money, man. I'm sorry. Like you, you're going to yeah. have to like that. Yes, there are ways to do it. Yes, and I may be wrong, but I promise you, if you just stick to it and you provide the service for the first six months, you're going to be a little, in a lot better space because you know, you know the problems. You know, you know how to fix the problems yourself, and yeah. the overhead will be so low. You can be so agile, like you, yeah, you just, yeah. And you I, know I don't how know to hire. why. And yeah. you know how to hire, man. I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's so important because I mean, and, and again, so you just have to look out, I mean, like look out your window or look on your computer screen for five seconds and see every, how many web designers there are yeah. in the world, so right? Like that are some totally struggling, some doing really well, some like at every level, right? And I think the ones, so, th so this is an interesting topic I want to kind of bring up to you. And this is something yeah. I was thinking about with you is that uh, because it's conversion rate optimization, like it, that is to me man, it's like a science. Like you can never mm. know everything about that. Right. Obviously right. like, no, I don't think, I think conversion Excel is probably the closest thing to sort of like a institution that kind of like brings this stuff to the, to the yeah. forefront, right. Of anything like there. And they're just like, you know, you're, you're sometimes I'm reading stuff. I mean, I'll be totally honest. Sometimes I'm reading shit on there and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. This is advanced. They're like, I don't know. Like I have no idea how to approach this. Right. But again, too, you have to kind of remember, I guess the, the markets, because if you're going after like an enterprise level thing where there's traffic sources coming from all over the place and they have like Google data studio and you need like AI to part, you know, whatever, this is like a whole nother world, right? The more, uh, you know, kind of say, you know, coaches and um, smaller businesses or medium businesses, yeah. stuff like that. They obviously don't have that amount of complexity, but, um, but what I was going to ask you is kind of like establishing the value, like in web design. Okay. So like, I guess just to explain to everyone listening, it's like sort of like web design, you got kind of hard ROI products and services, and then you got kind of soft ROI products and services, right? In mm -hmm. general, like in B2B, you got these hard ROI. I will triple your money 
in in yep. two weeks, right? I will like five <laughs> x your revenue. I'll five x your revenue, your current revenue in three months. I will, right? It's like hard ROI. Like through my system, you will get at least you know this ROI. Yep. And then you got kind of more soft ROI. So you got branding. Like branding is massive. People think branding is a logo. Branding is like yeah. the whole it's, thing. It's like the community, the story, the community everything. Everything, the story, yeah. the communication, the, the 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 community, the whole like everything, right? And the even the company culture, right? Is in, yeah. like internal things, external things. Um, but it's not hard ROI. Like you can't tell someone, I'm going to make you a new brand. I'm going to work on your branding and your message, and you're going to triple your money overnight. Like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm going to triple your money in three months, even, right? It's like uh, it may take three years to see some kind of like real return, but right. it may take three days also in a way. So I'm kind of curious, like your vision of kind of like establishing the value in web design and funnel design, the things you've been doing and maybe like the evolution of that as well. Like where kind of where you got going with that, where you were like, I'm selling websites, right? Like, like we all were, we're selling, I'm, I'm selling websites. You need a website, right? Yep. To what you're doing now where you're kind of like, um, you're, you're, you're sort of like extracting this value to make a real, like a soft, hard ROI hybrid somewhere in the middle mm. of what you're doing now. So I'm, I'm kind of curious yeah. your thoughts on that, on just the value that, yeah. that, that yeah. you can bring. So, um, I, I fell in that exact position, right? I was like, okay, websites, are, and you're giving it the perfect term, too soft ROI. They're too soft. Um, I I would go on Twitter and say, yeah, yeah, I make websites all good. And then everyone's like, oh, well, what's my return? Like, ha, like if I give you five grand today, then what? when do I get that back? And I'm like, Right. Oh, well, it's kind of, I didn't have an answer. Right. So I was like, oh, and that's where I, but like the answer in itself is like, you do receive it back because those 50 sales that came are probably because you now have a trusted site. Like it's, it's too, um, not, not trackable. It's unmeasurable so that people get a little, you know, the people now you know, measure everything, you know, where's my ROI from drinking my or making my own coffee or going out and buying it. Right. That's people track ROI down to that. So I yeah. took, I had that realization and I'm like, all right, what can I do to give a direct turnaround and say, all right, you were doing this and now you're doing this thanks to me. Like that's what I needed right. to figure out. Um, and I landed on, one landing pages because it's just one page that I can track. So the tr I, my problem was coming from I was making twenty pages. Which one was moving the needle? I didn't know. I didn't right. know um, right. because I was just following the. Well, and, I was following and, try, and try logging into Google Analytics and like telling someone oh. that definitively, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it took me a while to figure out Google Analytics, let alone a client. Like it's impossible, right? So yeah. I'm like, all right, let's let's build one page. Let's build one page that people preferably are already running ads to like they're already running ads. So let's build a page they can run ads directly to. So we can see their, you know, all the Facebook uh, st statistics, which is not my world. That's someone that I've now brought into the team's world. Like they do that. That's their thing. Sure. They just look at the Facebook and the Instagram and the TikTok ads and are they profitable? That's one side of the coin. And then the other side of the coin is, is the actual landing page converting? So when we get clicks, like that's the Facebook ads job, they get us the clicks to the to the site. Yep. Is that turning into customers? That's, so those are two metrics that I can track pretty easily. Uh, like obviously it takes a while to learn, but once you get it figured out, you can track them pretty easily and you can say definitively, when you used our service, your Facebook like, you know, cost, or oh, click-through rate, uh, sorry, not click-through rate, conversion rate 
went up from two percent to all that yeah you know all the <laughs> ctl cpas all that everything <laughs> but, yeah yeah um your your conversion rate goes up um two percent three percent your average right. order value is this we just made you this and then that's why i went this route because i was like yeah. if we can do that and we can definitively say this is the result we provide you and your company and then we productize the systems and by saying we i, I posted a thread the other day about, or yesterday um about how i structure my landing pages that's my system for building the site so i can systemize how i build them obviously creativity comes from your constraints right so those are my constraints if i can stick to that creativity is easy so i've, I've right. systemized that part now i need to systemize the conversion rate part then i have a business because i'm providing a result through a system and i can train other people on it i re remove myself from a business so that's when you start going from freelancer to to business right so that's where i'm well, at and well and i want to i want to take a step back too because i think um what you said there is super it's super important i think for anybody listening it's incredibly important i, I think it's like so we're talking about websites right with multiple pages uh, a second ago and we're talking about blogging and we're talking about seo and we're talking about a pretty complex organism when you look at it right like if you mm -hmm. you're, you're to sort of expand that out on a on a wall or something like a map and like look at that you're like kind of like oh shit, okay there's a lot there's a lot yep. going on here right a lot of paths to conversion that and and what you're saying is that in order and and we'll get into this in a second because i want to know how you're getting customers i want to know beyond, even beyond twitter i mean obviously you have this organic thing happening but yeah. um other other methods you're using but in the beginning in that sales process is what you're doing is simplifying the thing down so that there's really only one input there's one output and that output is what you're selling basically yeah. and so you've simplified the whole thing now once you're once you've proven that once you've done that once that's a system um mm. You know, not a system in your business, but just like a system in, in general, in, general. Right? Yeah, in, yeah. Their, in their business, so to speak. Exactly. Um, at that point, then you're able to go, okay, what's next? Like now we can help you with, with the more complex sides of it that are a bit more soft ROI because we've proven and we built a system for the hard yep. ROI in a sense. Right. So, yep. um, and, and, and I would try to call that an offer. I would try to call that, that's, that's sort of that's your offer, right? That's that simple, exactly. simple intro offer. You can come to someone and go, hey, we redesigned these guys' landing page. Their conversions went from XYZ to ABC. Yeah. And yeah. ABC is obviously much better. Why don't we talk about what, what you're doing right now, right? And it's mm -hmm. just like a, a no-brainer. I guess it's that no-brainer offer that you're bringing where, right. shit, if it's better than their old thing and they can pour the same traffic and get more return from it, why not? Yeah. It's a no fucking brainer, right? So yeah. um, I wanted to break that down. And then and then you're talking about, um, you know, systemizing all these different things. And in a way, doing that is also simplifying, right? Like right now, exactly. you kind of you're you're managing sort of like the interface side, the UI mm. side, you could call it right and, and sort of the conversion side. And then yep. you got someone driving the traffic and you've got so it's like these different components, man, once they get mm oiled and turn into these little machines you really don't need like you said and, and and i'm curious like um maybe we'll get into the getting clients things in one second because i have i have a question actually for you like so as far as staying small like i think one thing that we've mentioned here that um is something that i also kind of like uh, am sort of into and I, maybe it's a web designer thing i don't really know but mm -hmm. I, one one thing i really love too is kind of having a small team is having like a small yeah. a small organism that's easy to sort of control each element and it's not 
this kind of really disparate thing where like we're, we're, I'm relying only on training and sort of notion documents to sort yeah. of get yeah. people up to speed and stuff, especially on something as complex and uh, almost as subjective or something as this is. Right. So I'm kind of yeah. curious, like, are you, what's your vision for the future of sort of what you're building? Cause right now it's fairly small. It sounds like it's just a, oh, yeah. basically Sweet. a handful of dudes. Yeah. And yeah. what I'm curious is sort of where you see it going. Do you see this thing scaling to where you have, multiple 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 employees and multiple multiple clients or do you see this more as a horizontal thing where you're looking to keep the team relatively small but make your clients rock stars and sort of scale within your mm -hmm. clients or or charge more and get bigger clients? i'm kind of curious so sort of like how you see that from from your perspective it's an excellent question because i don't have a solid answer because who knows right um but I, I i see it I see it as this, and this has been my theory since I first, first got into this. I said, if I can learn to build the engine, I can plug anything into my, I can, like, I can put my engine in any car and it's going to run. So like, I, if I can build a Lamborghini style engine, I can put that thing in, in any Lamborghini business and let it run, right? So if I learn to get good conversions, make good offers, create amazing looking design and styling like that, if I go and buy a SaaS product from MicroAcquire for, you know, whatever, 10, sure. 50 grand, I can plug that into my system and away we go. Ah, um, okay. That, okay. So that's my, that's my long-term thinking, my short-term thinking for actual like conversion king, like the, the, the brand and the website is, it is to scale to, to a point where me and the other guys involved are making a solid MRR so we can follow and pursue other projects like, and, and not to, to leave, but to, fulfill that side of, you know, the entrepreneurial heart where it's like, I want to build my own projects and just see what happens. So, yeah, and we're, we're all kind of like that. We all have that, that curiosity. So it was more just an opportunity engine of like, we want to be able to do other things, but also provide good work and know that we're providing good work. So we'll probably more so scale horizontally, make the yeah. current, make our current clients that we're working with great, use that leverage to meet amazing people. And then, we can plug those amazing people into our engine, which would then scale vertically, like you said, or we, and, and we're charging then 30, 50, whatever per, per thing, because we're working yep. with huge businesses yep. and we're providing a lot more landing pages than just one for a course. We're providing 50 for a whole skew of products, or sure. we take the model that we're using with these big businesses. We go and use the revenue and the capital that we've gained purchase an asset and plug it into our own engine and then that becomes the business so though we have two options but i'm not sure which way it'll go yet i love it i love no i love the i love the thought process though that you're going through i think it's really uh this is this is so so important man i, I mean anybody listening to this i think it's just uh people people don't talk about this stuff very often i think these mm. these options that you have straight up like yeah. I, I think you know like we were talking about with scale i think people get so obsessed with scale it's it's how can i get 100 clients it's not yeah. How can I, because again, too, like product, you had mentioned the word productized a while back. And I think, you know, obviously as a service provider, there's a lot of sort of like, you know, pressure on you in, or, or you're putting on yourself or some, something else is putting on you. That's like, I need to productize this. I need to yeah. make this repeatable and easy and just kind of deliverable by anybody off the street. Right. And there, there's, there's, 
there's an advantage to that in certain situations, but um, yeah, but <laughs> with some web disadvantages design, too. For example, with web design, like you know, and what, and and also I'll bring cold outreach into it too, since I kind of you know I ran an agency doing like you know LinkedIn and you know cold mm -hmm. email type stuff for folks and, and for different kind of B two B sectors. It's like I, I see a parallel there where you know people used to try to productize that kind of thing as a service, and you just can't do it now, right? Because it's like yeah. it's, it's so too personalized. You're right. It needs to be so it needs to be so tailored to that specific situation and it needs to be tested and it and different mm -hmm. it needs creativity comes into the into yep. the mix, right? And not everybody off the street is creative. I hate to say it. It's like creativity is like a is like a real weird thing you need to like it, it it's like a muscle or something. You have to train it Literally. all the time, right? Yep. And so what you're doing, man, I don't think you know, it's like you can't just pull anybody off the street and no, Make definitely not. We, we've actually know? tried. Yeah. We've actually tried and failed. We, yeah, yep. to be yep. honest. So um, same, same. <laughs> I yeah. I think my my thinking around creativity is the more constraints, the more creative you are. So if if you right. if I say like and look at that um Jack Butcher, he's a perfect example, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and he he says I think I actually stole creativity constraints from him, right? But sure, uh, sure. Anyway, uh if the more constraints you put, like he uses black backgrounds with white text and, and shapes, right? And yes. one font. So yes. he's created a million dollar business on the back of one font and two colors. Yep. Amazing, like yep. amazing. But yep. you can you can model, you can take that and you can say, all right, how can I apply that to my business? And that's by creating constraints. Every website we make, and I like, I refer the thread I put up the other day, I use that same framework every time, but it always looks different because I, I take my constraint and I do what I can with it, which is right. Yeah, like you know, so that's how you can out outsource creativity, but you need to be really, really good at explaining and conceptualizing how you're creative. Like I I've I'm lucky because I have a systems analytics sort of brain. I can sort of watch what I'm doing creatively and and convert that to a system. It it, it obviously takes so much repetition to figure it out because patterns yeah. start to emerge, but from a from a, like a cold outreach standpoint, from a web design standpoint, it doesn't matter. You got to look at what you're doing creatively, and then try and pull and extract the frameworks out of it. And then, rather than trying to to sell those and 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 sell them in a course and stuff like that, you you want to take those and, and and like chisel them into perfect statues that you can then repeatedly go back to, and your product will be will be good every time because you're right. You, you've systemized your creativity or at least systemized a way to get you, yourself into that flow state. Like you've, well, you've built and like that. you're saying, constrict it, constrict yeah. the creativity and make it more potent. Right. Because yeah. for instance, with a web design, I mean, you've got psychology, you've got like human yeah, psychology you're yeah. dealing with, right. You're dealing with human beings who like have certain biases who, uh, you know, as, as, as sad or even kind of evil as it can, as it can sound sometimes, I think even that people mm. are so predictable and all this kind of stuff, you know, I, I, I love that documentary century of the self. If you, if you haven't checked that, I, I highly re recommend it because okay. he's kind of going through, you know, the, 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 uh, you know, creation of advertising and sort of like mm. human psychology and sort of playing into, you know, when people in the fifties were all trying to be the same, it was like advertising, like, be this, you know, but then yeah. as like, you know, the eighties and nineties, people have more of an individual thing. Okay. Come and customize the Ford and do it in your own funky color. And, you know, just, just this kind of like the way things evolve. And I think that, um, like you're saying, constricting yourself going, okay, yeah, we have a hero here, no matter what at the top, it's going to be a hero section, right? Like yeah. that we need it to hit him with a headline, yeah. right? We need to hit him with something. And so like, 
let's get creative within that section, but it's still a hero, right? And then yeah, yeah. you're just using those as building blocks. I love that. I love I love how mm -hmm. you're and I love how simplification is like it seems like simplifying things. I mean, yeah. maybe it's that systems and uh, analyst kind of background, but oh, dude, I'll, I'll be honest, like I'm not I'm not smart. You know what I mean? Like I'm not like <laughs> I'm not. That's a, that could be the quote of the episode, me just saying I'm not smart, <laughs> but like <laughs> I'm not, man. And, and but you don't have I to concur. be I'm yeah. also not smart, so yeah. <laughs> let's but, agree but there. I'm, I'm trying to say you don't have to be super highly intelligent to be successful. You just need to no. understand that there are simple processes, and then you just need to have the confidence to go and chase after it, and the confidence to fail because it's iteration that's got me to this point. It's not. It has not been. Oh, Cam got lucky and he made a good site for a, a famous guy on Twitter, and now he's now he's successful because and well, like i don't even consider myself like where i want to be successful as but people will look at it and point the finger and say oh you're only successful because of this it's like no i'm successful because i failed and i've adjusted like what's behind and, that what's yeah. behind that site right exactly. how much how much blood sweat and tears is, is behind that right. site right but yeah and, you just uh, gotta simplify it down man simplify it down make it so that it's so stupidly simple that the the person that's looking at it can kind of go I could do that. And, and then you're just like, yeah, I, I, you could, but I'm just really, really good. And I've done it so many times at it. Like that's what and, you do. And real quick to add to that, you do it really, really fast. I would imagine, right? right? You do yeah, it really, really fast. I think speed is one of those things for businesses, especially, man. I mean, if they can do something faster, they'll pay, man. I mean, it's, yeah. it's almost all about speed at some point as well. Like the quality, yeah. yeah, like the quality, I mean, you could maybe get similar quality from somewhere else, but maybe they don't have the systems like as, yep. as chiseled as you said. It's like, yeah. yeah, man, you're, you're, you're simplifying the right things and you're not letting, and, and again, I don't think it's being smart or being stupid or being, you know, whatever. I, I think it's more just, uh, it, it's being adventurous. It's being, like you said, not afraid to fail. I think, mm. There's something that comes in with sort of like education, like an education system when you go to college, when you go to school and stuff, and you're like, yeah. uh, I didn't go to college myself, but I know I know people that tell me they kind of like, you know, there's this fear of like getting an F or fear of failing. Yeah, or fear, failing. They, they kind of ingrain this in you where you kind of feel, no, I have to go down the safe road, right? And it's yeah. that it's that programming that has to be undone. You have to undo so much of that program to be able mm. to just go, okay, cool. Like, like you said, run real fast, trip, <laughs> fall. And then you just Snowball. start kind of picking shit up along the way. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's just at the end, you get to the bottom of the hill and there's another hill, right. It's just like, it, it never mm. ends. Um, and so really curious, like, uh, just to, to kind of start wrapping it up. I'm, I'm curious. So, oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, man, yeah. this is so fun. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying, I, I think so far the takeaways on my end is just, um simplification man like not overthinking not over god there's no verb for it but not not making things too complex over complexifying yeah, yeah. fuck i don't yeah. know but anyway you're not making things too complex because i think um people tend to like I'll, I'll, I'll talk about offers a lot with people and they'll go yeah but how do i create the perfect offer and what do i have to like you know and it's like man like the perfect offer is just something that you can say in like a sentence that you know, is just a no brainer yep. for somebody like, yeah, I'll yep. double your money or yeah. Like, you know, we'll see, uh, this will either convert better or I'll give you your money back. How about that? Like, yeah. right. Like I'll give you your yep. goddamn money back. Like I, you know, it's not that much work for me to create a landing page and it's not yep. that much. Right. And as you scale, obviously, as you start to grow, but again, it, like you said, it depends on how you scale. I love, I love this conversation, man, because there's so many little elements like the simplification, mm -hmm. The choosing how to scale or the choosing when to scale or the choosing to scale or not to scale. Like there's yeah. I think a lot of people that are totally happy as freelancers and uh, and and 
make a lot of money freelancing, yeah. frankly. Uh, like while, while you're on that, I want to touch on that, man, because please, I want to put a like public service announcement out there. If you're going into web design, please just freelance at least to like 50K. Get some, get yeah. some money under your belt. Like I'm lucky enough that I had prior money from what I was doing yeah. to put into this, right? Right. If I didn't have that, I would have been screwed. So please do not <laughs> do not jump the freelance to agency things straight away. Like it, some now, people can do it, some people can do it. But I want to warn people and say, like, if you do that, there is risk involved. There's yeah. a there should be a disclaimer on every tweet, like you know, there should be the, that says like, hey, like, chill with the scaling just to begin and just freelance to start and get your your feet wet because. When problems happen, if you don't have money to throw at that problem, you are going to be in trouble. Because yeah, yeah like that's the that's the reality yep. of business. There's a reason nine out of ten businesses fail because the well, capital is needed, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, think, bit, and I think also, man, I'll add to that PSA, PSA part two here. Raise your prices, man. Especially yeah. when you're getting started. I think, you know, I'm I was the same way, man. I mean, I yeah, I, I dropped out of high school and just started doing this shit. So I was mm. just like, bang, I had no capital. I had no nothing. I was like mm -hmm. eager to get the hell out of my hometown, out of my parents' yep. house. Like I was just like on a mission, right? And it was like, it, man, I was charging so little. It made it really hard in the beginning. It was like, yeah. and of course, like you said, until you're really confident, you kind of don't feel like yeah. you can really charge that much money. But man, like in the even in the beginning, I think there's this calculation that you have to make where you go like, okay, I, yes, they're paying me to learn in some aspect. Yes, I've put, but at the same time, I'm sure by the time you were charging clients, you were already, I mean, how many hours did you put in learning this uh, yeah. shit by then? Oh, oh, hundreds? Yeah. Hundreds, yeah, hundreds, easily, easily hundreds, easily, easily yeah. if not thousands, like yeah. dude, reading conversion Excel blog, reading, reading this, looking at smashing magazine, whatever, whatever, whatever it yeah. is, right. in web design, whatever sector you're in, but you're just looking at shit, looking at agencies, looking at stuff, looking at sites, trying to hmm. remodel the site, do the thing, right. Like doing things for free, yeah. redoing a lot of, a lot of the kids are doing, you know, redoing the Nike site, right. You are yeah, yeah. redoing, there's a lot of like dribble and all these things and, yep. and people doing this kind of thing. I mean, I think it, there's all these hours that go into that leading up to when you, offer it to a client. And I think there's this imposter syndrome that kicks in at that point where yeah, you go, Holy shit, the rubber's hitting the road. I'm about to like, Holy shit. Right. I have to like perform now, but, um, man, take a breath. I think people have to take a breath and kind of go, shit, yeah. man, I have to charge what I'm, what I'm worth even at this point. Cause it's been thousands of hours and there's something unique about me. Maybe I don't know what it is yet, but these experiences are going to bring that out. Right. Like I think there's yeah. something very unique about what you're doing, uh, cam and the vision that you have of, a, a web design company. Let's put it yeah. that way. You talked about yeah. acquiring a SaaS on MicroAcquire, implementing the systems that you've created through, you know, lots of client engagements and things mm. like this, and then using those same principles to like mold a business that you enjoy running. And you're on the beach in yeah. Oz, you know, yeah. with like some chicken a bikini. You're like living life, right? Like yeah. you're loving it. That's, um, that's the goal. That is the goal. It's huge. That's a huge way to think about it, though. And I think, you know, especially when you're first getting going, you don't have that capital. You're like, fuck, man, I got to like, yeah. where's the clients? How do I get the client Facebook groups? Yeah. You're like all over the damn place. Right? I know I was trying everything. You got cold yeah. out. Are you trying to do audits? People don't want your audits. You're like fucking crying at night. And yeah. then one day something clicks. So but I think raising those prices in the beginning just gives you huge. some capital also to work with where shit, man, it doesn't have to be so hard. You might have a little bit of leeway in the feast or famine thing that mm. I know that you know, I think so the, the perfect price point for me is probably three and a half to five K 
uh, for yep. for a site, for a site. Um, I yep. I, obviously, I charge that now for landing pages, but that yep. comes with a bit of extra, you know, sprinkle on top. If you're just oh, building sure. a site, if you're um if if you're just starting out, I would I would start. I wouldn't go any lower than that, to be honest, because yeah. It probably takes around twenty to forty hours, and and then if you do all the math, that probably works out to getting paid like you know at a relatively decent hourly rate. Yeah. Um, so if you're if you're looking to get into it, start charging that because the reality is, if you have low overhead cost in your living arrangement, like if you're not renting a, a crazy car or on a crazy car lease or renting a crazy apartment, right? Just li- li- First of all, live just a live a chill life, man. <laughs> don't get all that debt crazy stuff. I'm lucky I don't yeah, have it man. because that has allowed me to do this. If you're listening to that and you're in that position, freelance to get out of that position and then yeah. and then do it. But like, or or get uh, a job or get yeah, a goddamn yeah, job. job. Go find a freelance, go find a sick company and go get paid to learn this shit. And exactly. then go. I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of crazy. I think back to those days, man, and I I felt like I was unemployable. Like I remember being like in that position and being like who the fuck is going to employ me? I dropped out of yeah. high school. I have no credential. Nobody knows nothing. And, um, and you know, yeah, it's like at that point, man, I could have easily, I mean, now it's so much easier now post COVID and everything with the remote work. And mm, I mean, now yeah. it's like, there's a, it's a no brainer, man. You could go work for like a really established tech company, do UI for their landing pages, yeah. watch ad traffic come through, not have to be too like, yeah. you know, you're not too like you're, about the result. Yeah, like it's not your yeah. ad budget. Yeah. <laughs> you're not spending the ads. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree though, man. Three and a half K. I I totally agree, man. I think that's a that's a that's a great place to start for a ten page website or something like right. that, right? For the, a company. The reality so. is like what what I was gonna say is like I didn't have too much high overhead at first because I, I yeah. I'm thankful enough to like uh, be in the position I'm in. So I just had to make two sites a week a month. And I was making good money, so I was like, "Okay, I'm living a happy life now. Let's see how I can scale this." So, the the goal of everyone getting into this should just be like, "All right, how can I live a happy life first, and then scale? Like, do, be ha- be happy first, because you make better decisions when you're happy. Like, if you're upset and you're, you know, oh, I'm I'm in the grind, and if it feels like a grind to you, just just scale it back a bit. Drop drop the overhead. Um, get do less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fire one of the bad back. clients, right? Fire one of the yeah. bad clients. Try to try to focus on the good ones and, and scale within that. Oh, yeah. I agree so much with you, man. I this is a, another huge takeaway, man, that you brought to the table. I think it's, you know, living frugal, man. We live in a society where people everybody wants to everybody wants to be balling, you know what I mean? This is like, you know, and I know you're coming from the <laughs> the basketball background, man, yeah. truly balling. And I mean, yeah, you know how you know, it's just sort of like everybody's program, but man, we got to relax a little bit. I mean, I know the feeling too, is like when I got going, man, I didn't have a car for a long time. Like I just, you know, I was just roughing it. Like just living yeah. as, as straight, low, low, low key as humanly possible and just stacking yeah. those skills, getting a couple of clients. So to bring the, uh, to bring it kind of uh, yeah. uh, to one other point I wanted to bring to you was, yeah. um, so you're getting, obviously Twitter, I have to imagine is bringing you some clients. I'd love to hear how you're doing client acquisition. Um, mm. I think that there's a lot of, People out there, like maybe all these takeaways are good so far. Hey, man, yeah, I, yeah, I live pretty cheap. Yeah, thirty five hundred. I could, I could charge that for the site. I'm, I'm feeling pretty mm-hmm. confident. You know, how, how if if you were getting started today, we could say we could frame the question that way. How would you go out there and get like your first client? And uh, what do you see as the most valuable sort of actions that, that you can take? You know, yesterday to to to, to get that yeah. process going. Um. So the bit like the biggest thing is obviously having a 
having the portfolio, everyone wants to see it. Like I understand, like yep. I, I'm actually, I don't even have like a portfolio of myself, just our comp, like our company, like what we've produced uh, now. But in the beginning, I, I had three sites that I would go and say, look, this is what I've done. Uh, because you need, you just need a leg to stand on because the goal is to get the conversation. That's what the cold outreach does is to, is to get the conversation to occur, start the conversation. Once the conversation started, what are you going to talk about? So you need at least something to talk about. You can't just be like, oh yeah, I'm learning websites. Uh, let me build you one. It's not, it's not going to go too well. So have, at least have something to, and with Webflow and stuff, man, like the reason I like it is because you can just move so quick. Like you can build templates, you can use templates and go and adjust them to whatever industry you're in. And um, and you can go and you could go and mock up a, a draft and send that to someone and say, look, I've yeah. already built your site. Let's get on a sales call and, and see how we can adjust it. That's a that's a brilliant offer. If you start out with that, like, sorry, there's a jet going over me. I hope that's not too loud. Um, all good, all good. Um, but yeah, anyway, if, if I was just starting out, I would go and build, I would really, really niche down. First of all, I would really just pick one, one offer that I know a lot about and start selling, you know, uh, start building templates for that, for that industry. And then yeah. I would just go and just hit it hard, like Twitter DMs, outreach, Instagram DM outreach. And what a really effective way is to actually screen record the, the template you've made and, and like plug in that business that you're focusing on and say like here's here's that business so right uh, that's that's what i i would do if i was just starting out yeah that's that's huge that's huge and i think showing showing not telling right like in a sense right. like showing showing the and and also one one thing i would add to that, that that's really interesting these days too is that i think um I mean, people really want to learn, you know, like I think I think more and more like we were talking about earlier, the B2B buyer these days, they, they want to learn. They want they want to be educated in the process. They're not generally they're not just like, oh, yeah, whatever. Cool. Yeah. Here, go do it. Yeah, whatever. Launch it. I don't want to hear about it. It's cool. You know, they they kind of more hands on in the process nowadays, like where they kind of want to understand a little bit about it. So showing them the template you made and then also showing why. Yeah. This is superior to what they have now, right? Showing what, showing the improvements and the psychology behind it a little bit, giving them a little bit of the, a little bit of the secret sauce, frankly, like where you can kind of go, hey, you know. So, yeah. uh, but you, showing you not tell telling people what you what, what what strategies you're using that make you better, yeah, and and go and learn those strategies, but then put together a little pitch and say like, yeah, like we we add this in the hero section because it increases conversions on this site A, B, and C. By twenty yeah. percent, we add an emoji to the button because it increases conversions. We, you know, all those little things, and you can. The more you demonstrate expertise, and and when you read a book, and then it, and then it becomes your knowledge. It is your expertise. People don't want to. They, they're paying you to not read that book. They're paying you not to sit and read twenty Twitter threads. They're paying you not to sit through hours and hours of YouTube tutorials just because you've learned it from somewhere doesn't mean it's not your expertise to then regurgitate and 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 reframe in your own words like uh, god i've learned so much from like jack butcher design wise i've learned so much from like yusuf on twitter from web design world i've i've, I've learned yeah. so much from sam thompson from his web design um stuff like his yeah. obviously he does a lot more than web design but he's taught me a lot of web design stuff just off his threads i 
but the business owners that I'm working for are paying me to not have to go through that and practice that. Exactly. That's- exact man. Great point. Great point mm-hmm. as well. And I think it also it also kind of ties into that, like you know, thousands of hours before that mm-hmm. first client. You know, it's like it it keeps compounding, right? Like you're not you're trying to be an expert and you're working. You you I mean, you love this shit. And obviously, yeah. it shows that you love this stuff. I mean, this is this is serious, and you, and you actually love it. So you're you're in you're in in you're ingrained into it you're in the world you're looking everything to like i know for me anyway like i know I, anytime i click an ad like i click an ad going like i want to see the landing page what's the yeah landing page like, you know? oh, dude, or, or, or when i'm outside and i'm looking at a billboard i'm going like huh why is the copy like that like that yeah ah yeah right or even like skateboarding or basketball like we were talking about earlier you know i look at like i'll see like a little like little embankment or something and i'm like shit that would I like to skateboard on that, right? And like yeah. most people aren't thinking like that. So it's like you're you're training your mind in different ways and that is valuable because these people yeah. are coming in and kind of going, I don't like we just need this shit to convert better or you know, we, yeah. we're kind of just tired of our old website or like this thing has been a click funnels website for you know five years and we're kind of like growing beyond that. How do we how do we do this? And and so yeah, I think um I think that's a great point. That's a really great point. Just all the time and the passion that you put in, like right. passion becomes a unique sales proposition in a sense mm. at that point as well. Yeah. Like, like, I'm I, like I, the next dude. I spent the weekend fixing my pool and, and I was fixing it. I hate that. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. The guy <laughs> I paid, he walked in with the biggest smile on his face and he's out there cleaning the pool. He's getting it all fixed up and getting everything fixed. And I paid him the money and he's like, thanks man. Like have a good day. They, people will pay you to be passionate about the job because if you're passionate about what you do, well, you're gonna do a good job, right? And I'll tell you Lord. what, that pool, that pool is clean, man. I, I walked out there this morning, I was like, yes, sir, <laughs> this man did a good job. Like, I got so, a good pool cleaner, man, yeah, good guy. So, He likes what he does, man. And and he probably makes way more money than people would expect, by the way, because he charged me quite a bit, but <laughs> sure. anyway. Well, yeah, because but, of that, Pat, right? But he's able to charge that because he's kind of in his own league. He's not just like selling pool cleaning. He's like, he's all about it. And he can tell exactly. you every detail of, how he exactly. finishes that off or whatever, man. I saw this really funny, like British joke the other day. They're like, the guy was saying like, man, I'm, I'm tripping on some of these plumbers, man. Like they're over here. Like they got one hand in here and they're like fixing the pipe and they're like eating a Turkey sandwich with the other yeah. hand. They're just like, they're like multi, you know, they're just like, they, they just live, eat, breathe and shit this stuff, man. And like yeah. it, it shows. And so they can charge the premium. Whereas right. somebody who's just comes in like, oh, yeah, I can build your website. You know, yeah. it's like a theme forest template and it's like, you know, where's the, where's the passion? Yeah. Where's the, where's, where's the, the passion? Where's the love and the, and like I in basketball and probably skateboarding as well. There's like a saying, like I have love for the game. Like I, oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. Like there's love for oh, the yeah. game. So I play now. I, I don't get paid to play now, but like I play now just for the love of the game. So that's I right. would, yeah. Like you need to have that passion in order to like, you know, and that's the reason I used to get paid, right? Because I had love for the game, like, because yeah. I would do anything to be successful at it out of respect for it. So you need to have that ability when, when it comes to your service business, like don't just do it because it makes you money. Like, yes, you'll make maybe 5k, 10k, or some people hit the right. jackpot and get lucky. It, it is what it is. Hey, um, sure. But on average, if you don't like what you're doing, you're going to quit too early to see success and then and then again if you see some success and you still don't enjoy it you're not going to be you're not going to live a happy life you're going to be making 10 12k but you're going to hate what you're doing 
I think it's something to, to bring to the table too, that like, you know, entrepreneurship. Uh, okay. You, you had a pretty, it sounded like you had some pretty cushy jobs. Like you could have just, you could have just yeah. been like, fuck it. I'm a systems analyst. Right? Like yeah. I'll technically love it. And these companies are huge and faceless, but shit, fuck it. I'm here. Right. Like this exactly. kind of thing. Entrepreneurship is, uh, you know, it, 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 there, there's a lot of holes, uh, potholes and, 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 oh, yeah. uh, you know, walls that you hit and shit that's like flying at you. Like, you know, at, at all times, man, I feel like, People kind of don't think that. They think that, like, oh no, and you know, I think there's a lot of rhetoric, you know, out in social media as well. That's sort of in gurudom. That's, you know, kind of mm. this rhetoric that nine to fives are terrible. Don't, don't ever fuck it's with nine true. to five. You, right? Like nine to fives yeah. can give you such a framework for even what you're doing. Or, I mean, like I don't know, the nine to fives I had, man, all they did was teach me that, like, I don't want to do that. I fucking exactly. do not want to do that. No. <laughs> that's the last exactly. shit I want to do. I want to do something else. And um, just that feeling, right? Like seeing what you don't like can lead you towards what you do like. Like there's mm -hmm. no wrong path and man, when you need money, you need money. And sometimes like yep. the, you know, the closest thing you can get is, is what you need to do. But I think, uh, emphasizing that the passion, man, you'll hit these walls, but if you have the passion, you can yep. fucking climb the wall. Yeah, if you exactly. don't have the passion, the wall just knocks you down and you're like, what the, why did I fucking even start doing this? You know what I mean? Yep. And it just, it makes you question everything. You can get really depressed. It's like, man, and, I've seen a couple of, uh, you know, people kind of dropping stuff like that against passion. I've seen a few uh, tweets specifically mm. that were kind of like, you know, go after the money first. Don't go after the passion because the passion will. And yeah. I go, nah, dude, no, no matter what, go after the passion because why are you going to be an entrepreneur at all if you don't have yeah. the passion, what you're doing, I guess. Right. Just go get you the need, nine to five. You need to, you need to be in both camps. You need to have you need yeah. to be you need to be a passionate person. I'm super passionate about yep. my own personal freedom. So what does that like? And then I had to reverse engineer that, right? I'm like, what does that mean to me? All right, what does that means? I need to make a significant amount of money to be able to buy my freedom and my time back. So I was like, okay, because I'm super passionate about that, whatever I do to make that money, I need to be just as passionate about that in order to, you know, it, it all, it all works in together. So if you're super passionate about personal freedom, because I know a lot of people will hear you say that and they'll be like, oh, no, I disagree. I can grind through anything. And it's like, sure, you can. So the, <laughs> take that grind mentality and apply that to what you're doing, but allow that grind and that want and that will to turn into passion for what you're doing, because you're only going to deliver good product when you're passionate. So That's I right. wouldn't. I, there, there's going to be two people listening to this, people that are like, yes, I'm in it for the love of the game. And then people I'm in it for the love of the money. Take that love of the money and realize that if you don't turn it into passion for the game, you're not going to succeed. Like we had, we had people that were like when I was growing up playing, uh, they were just trying to make the NBA and, I, and they weren't trying to make the NBA because they like basketball. They were trying to make the NBA because they like money, which right. is cool. And there's people in the NBA. I know hundred percent for a fact that do not like basketball and they still get paid millions of dollars a year, but the right. few majority, because in order to scale those walls, like you said, you need to be passionate. So right. if you're listening to this and, and I like, if this is the only thing you take away, make sure that you convert your love of money and your love of, and your want of all the shiny things into passion for what you do. Even if you hate it, you sometimes you've got to fake yeah. it till you make it, but that doesn't mean you yep. fake expertise until you make it. It means no. you fake enjoying what you like. I, ha I hate running. I hate going for a run. But every time <laughs> I'm running, if I just repeated to myself, I love running, I love running, yeah. it's eventually yeah. going to get stuck in my mind that I love it. So It's true, man. And, and you know, and, and, and if things really don't, like, I think if you really are forcing yourself, like, I, I know that feeling, man, so, so well, you know, just like being like, nah, nah, I love it. Like, I'm, 
I'm just going to, I'm just going to make myself love it. Cause I can, yep. my, I can program my brain, right? I'm not like some static, uh, mm. individual, right? So I'll, I'll, I'll program it. I'll go. And you know, cool Keith, man, if <laughs> anybody listening, there's a hilarious video. I don't know if you know, do you know, cool Keith, the rapper, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a classic rapper, man, you know, from the, from the nineties and everything. But he has this video on YouTube that always cracked me up where he's talking about, you know, people coming over to the house and, uh, he's got the fridge there and they're coming over there and, you know, they'll open the fridge. And if you got the Coca-Cola and the Pepsi and the, and the cakes and the nice stuff, the Oreos, all the shit that people like, you know what I mean? In the mm. fridge, everybody eats it all and drinks it all, right? They're just like, oh, yeah, let me get some of this right here. And he was saying, you know, what I like to do is put, you know, like um, like seltzer water in my fridge and like some weird cookies, like oatmeal cookies that yeah. look kind of weird and shit, you know, in the fridge. And and then, you know, and I and I, and I don't really love them at first, but I, I train myself to love them because then when people come over, they, you know, they, they're like, what the hell? No, I, don't, oh. I don't want any of this, you know, and then I get to enjoy what yep. I enjoy, like I program myself to enjoy. It's this very, very funny story, but like in this, Dude, in this sense, in the beginning, you really have to, you have to do that. I think to a certain yeah. extent, like, and also it'll guide you to your passion. Like in the, in the back yes. of your head, you're like, I'm doing this now. There may hit a point where I'm just like, I have to quit. I'm like, dude, hmm. fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. And you know what you're going to go do. And then at that point you just go hundred thousand, yeah. you know, and, and just that's a, all the way. another testament as to why scaling too early can be a problem, right? Because if you dig that yeah. hole too deep and then you realize halfway through, oh man, I actually hate this shit. What are you going to do I, then? I've yeah. done it. I've done it, dude. Yeah. It's, it yeah. sucks. It's, yeah. uh, it is so demoralizing. So yeah, it's so much better just to, uh, you know, explore stuff. And I think that's another thing too, where I see a lot of people saying like, obviously niching down when you're, when you're, when you're going yeah. is so important, but there's this point, I think when you're first getting started where it's like, you kind of want to have any experience you possibly can. It's sort of like oh, in the beginning, yeah. you have to say yes to everything. And then later on, you have to say no to like 90%. But yep. in that very beginning, man, sometimes like, man, I, I, I know I discovered a lot of things that I really love that I did like sales, for example. Mm. Like I really, I fell in love with sales. I started doing sales and I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm pumping here. I'm doing this yeah. is fun. Like I get to talk to people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And uh, same reason I wanted to do this podcast. Cause just talking mm. with cool people is just so fun. Yep. And you know, you get to, kind of see another side of things and blah, blah, blah. So in the beginning, I think there's that experiential, get the experience later on. You can niche down into what you enjoyed doing before mm. and what yeah. felt right to you and what you felt like you could grow into and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, um, yeah, yeah, great. That's why I put myself in a position where I can just, uh, I can either take this to the moon or I can spread this thin and, and, and like, you know, scale it out and build, get employees and all that stuff. Or we can yeah. take whatever we want to, whatever passion comes along, if there's something amazing comes along, I, um, I can plug it in. I can just, I can plug it in and I can go. So, uh, and that, that goes for lead gen, that goes for like Facebook ads, that goes for content creation, anything. You can do any service business, but you can then build your engine to the point where you can plug anything into it. So don't, right. don't pigeonhole yourself is what I'm saying. Like, don't just yeah, right. focus. Right, and, may, and maybe you hit a point where you end up wanting to coach kids on basketball, man. Who the hell knows, right? You end up. Well, you might... uh, yeah, that's my other passion. That's my, <laughs> and that's why I think I li I'm like this way, like um, because of that reason. So yeah, uh, eventually I'll get there. Love it, man. Well, let's uh, let's let's wrap it up here. This has been a, an amazing conversation, man. I really. Uh, Really, really enjoyed it. I think you know you're you're a humble dude. You're a talented 
dude in many ways. I mean, from the basketball to the to the web design to the conversions to the everything, right? It's like shit, man. You're kind of like the the modern day Renaissance man in a way, and I think that's uh, something to strive for for everybody in a way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you want to you want to master several things, not to be a jack of all trades, but just to have that background so that yeah. you can step into an organization and be able to like move shit around. And later on, hiring gets easier. Blah blah blah. Right? Just knowing that stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's really epic to talk to you, man. So like, let's wrap up by you uh, giving us a little bit like where can we check you out? I know on Twitter you're at Cam Duncan with two N's, right? Is that is that correct? Uh, it's four. Four N's at the end. Four, four N's yeah. at the end, guys. Yeah. Four N's. All right, There's Cam. Four. There were three before me, so I had to. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you're waiting in line still. Yeah. C-A-M-D-U-N-C-A-N-N-N-N. All right, on Twitter. Yeah. And yep. what else, and, man? What else you want to plug here? I know you're that, you're you're my, making a big transition here right now, so it's yeah, really uh yeah, we huge. didn't really get to so, touch on that too much. But if you want to even so, just wrap up by talking about that, that'd be great. Sure. Um. So basically, what I'm doing now, like I mentioned in the podcast, I'm just building landing pages strictly for businesses that are running paid media to to any sort of offer. If you're running an offer for SaaS, for B2B, for ecom, we can sort of we can handle anything really because of the scaling. We've we've jumped that scaling hurdle. Um, so there, obviously that offers on the plate, but I'm actually going into now personally, my own transition point where I'm starting to teach people how to do this. So if people are interested, if people are looking to get into web design and not make the same mistakes, cause I've made a lot, I've made a lot of mistakes, but I've thankfully overcome them. Uh, if you want to learn, you know, the problems to avoid, but also how to overcome them, I, I'm running a coaching offer as well. So, and at this point, the only way to really get into that is to DM me through Twitter because I'm just testing it for now to make sure that we're getting. I'm not sure. I don't need to sell coaching to make my money. I just want to help people, but I also need to, you know, obviously uh, recuperate from my time as well. So, there's sure. um, the coaching offer is out there as well. So, I'm only only doing those two things for now. Okay, great, man. Great. Well, uh, yeah. What? So the uh, it's Conversion Kings, right? Is that what's the URL there? Conversion Kings. Uh, conversion, just King. So not Kings. So ah, apologies. Apologies. Couldn't, couldn't get Kings, unfortunately, but King .io. Conversionking.io, conversionking.io, and we got DM to that Twitter, uh, that handle, that Cam Duncan with four, and that Cam Duncan uh, Twitter there. Uh, Fantastic, man. I will, you know, I'm really excited to see where you go with everything. I want to thank you also for being so. you know, for being active in the cold crowd group as well. I know, just you know, you. I try my best to jump in. Well, your presence being there is awesome, man. And I know that, you know, if people come with web design questions, you know, it's it's, it's fantastic to have somebody that, you know, can, um, you know, we can get a couple different angles on it too, you know what I mean? Because I think there's yep. a few folks, you and me included, that sort of have a background in web design. It's, it's mm. fantastic, man. So I want to thank you again, man, for being here. Um, best of luck with everything. I know we'll do another one of these and we'll check yeah, in yeah, with you yeah. and see which direction you went in because mm. I am, fuck, you know, I'm kind of on the edge of my seat, man, to see where you end up going with this because I we'll think – all the options are great and it's just um it's so inspiring i think for people to be able to see that there isn't just one way to scale a business and have a hundred clients there is a way to transfer what you're doing and that energy that you've built up and put that into uh different kinds of shit and maybe some stuff that you're truly passionate about that just goes like parabolic on you like you go whoa Mm -hmm. i didn't even i didn't even know this was possible till i had a little bit of capital behind me and now all of a sudden this thing is just exploding right i could see that just uh happening with you man so uh yeah best of luck with everything man any closing thoughts any anything you want to throw out or are we are we good 
No, man, I, I just want to say thank you because you've also helped me through my hurdles when we first connected. I, I came to you with some questions and I was just yeah. like, can you help me through? So I just want to, you know, a testament to you and what you've built with the cold crowd. Just I hope anyone that's involved in this realizes what kind of resource and person they're dealing with because uh, you've done a lot. People don't realize. And um, I think, yeah, they should really be appreciative for the access that they have to you. So um just wanted to Thank close you, on that because that's Thank that's just, uh, like that's just something that goes underappreciated is access to people that have actually done things rather than yep. having access to people that want you to have access to them. There's a there's a major difference, um, and uh, yeah. you'll be able to pick it up the more involved you get in this business thing. You can see who's really legit and who's really not. So, and there's a reason I'm here today, and that's because you're legit, man. So, uh, Damn, let's. I, I appreciate it so much and back at you, man, back at you. And I know you're, you're still sort of like, uh, you know, you're, you're middle, middle, not even middle of the way. I, I would want to give you actually the uh, benefit of the doubt that you're probably still in the beginning of this amazing yeah. life that you are. I mean, you're not even, you're like, you've done so much in so little time. It's going to be insane. And I think anybody that, how old are you right now, Cam? Just, just a 23. 23 man so you're you're at 23 i mean anybody listening to this that 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 is younger than 23 dude by 23 this man has amassed this much wisdom and information Thanks, and uh and expertise man and it's just like an inspiration man because you know at 23 i can tell you real quick to everybody when i was 23 i was a i was a fucking vagabond i was a i was human trash at 23 man so you know believe me man i was always you know you you there's a lot that that you can learn i, I think from a from a uh, an individual like yourself. So really, thank you again for being here, man. I'm going to go ahead and uh, kill the recording. And uh, and man, everybody, you know, share this with somebody that, that can, can use this information, man. And uh, keep track of what Cam's doing, man. Watch what he's doing. All the people around him too, Samuel Thompson, all these guys, Jack Butcher, like he mentioned, these guys are all uh, brilliant, brilliant people. So keep track of these dudes. Watch what they're doing. They're the real deal. Thank you so much for being here again, Cam. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right. I really hope you enjoyed that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Always Building. Uh, if you want to learn more about Always Building, our community, our membership group, uh, and uh, exclusive webinars and trainings and discounts on software and all kinds of fun stuff, you know, get help along the journey so you're not all alone. Go ahead and check out alwaysbuilding.io. That's alwaysbuilding.io. And again, thank you so much. Um, Best of luck on your journey. And you just let me know. You can reach out to me uh, on Twitter or via email, alex at alwaysbuilding.io uh, or at always underscore building uh, on Twitter. Okay, thanks again. Have a great one.